welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, with my kind-hearted, compassionate, sweet <laughs> friend and co-host, Micah Maddox. You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's true, but I also got to mix up the adjectives every now and then. <laughs> Well, you know, today we are wrapping up our series on freedom. I have really enjoyed talking about that this month. And given that I'm smack dab in the middle of my book launch for Shame Off You, yay! (laughs) Oh, I clapped again. Y'all, here's a little secret. I really struggle not to clap when I'm talking. (laughs) So Micah's like, sit on your hands, fold them, do something. (laughs) So I had to let out a clap when I'm thinking about, you know, oh my word, look what the Lord's doing with this book release. And I could not escape the irony and need to discuss freedom from shame. The scripture of the day is Psalm 34, verse 5, and this is the Christian Standard Bible edition, and it says, Those who look to Him are radiant with joy. Their faces will never be ashamed. What a promise is this in scripture, Micah. We can be free from shame if we look to Him. This is such an amazing freedom, an internal freedom. So many people live in a perpetual state of shame, and they try to get rid of it by the wrong means. But God simply tells us to look to Him and His ways to rid ourselves of shame. Yes, this is so exciting, Denise. One, just to see that you have your book coming out. It's really (laughs) happening. God has just paved the way for this. I know not without a struggle, No, but it's beautiful to see how God has just orchestrated your journey. And so I'm so, so excited for you. And then also today's your birthday. (laughs) So happy birthday. Thank you. You're so welcome. So your book's coming out. It's your birthday. It's just an amazing month of gifts for you. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk a little bit about your book today and kind of give people an idea of your heart and your message and where you're coming from. And then that way, when it's all set to come out, they can go out and get it, right? So we want them to be able to have the life change that you've had. So tell us a little bit about how shame has impacted your life. Well, you know, shame has definitely risen to the surface as a hot topic today, hasn't it? Even mm-hmm. in the news, really. And there are books already out there on it. But we each have our own experience with shame and God's deliverance of shame that was too amazing to not share to help others with. And as I shared on some of these things I've gone through in my life, there was such pain from my past, and I realized that I was not fully restored. I wasn't really living the abundant life Christ had for me. I was encumbered and struggling to find real joy again, burdened by excessive shame, and it began to impact many areas of my life. I did not realize just how significant of an impact that shame had had on my life until I started doing a significantly deeper dive researching God's Word in the writing of this book. I don't think I realized all that I was experiencing in my life as shame. Shame affected me in profound ways, from worrying to the point of obsession about what others thought of me, to shame for my past, present, the future. Shame was pervasively impacting all of life, how I related to others, how I process my perception of myself and responded in social situations. Shame was snuffing out my hope and life, and it felt like I had no way out. Wow. Denise, it really sounds like this book has transformed you. It's transformed your life. 
So, you know, I think as we share more about it, I really hope that people will catch the message that it's a transformational, life-changing book. So how have you dealt with shame and overcome it? Yes, you know, it, it, it really did transform me writing this because not just a hidden shame in my life, but you just, you laugh at yourself. You start to, you laugh at yourself. You start to see all these things are ridiculous mm. that you feel shame over. And God didn't die for us that we would be living lives filling shame, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I've always said I would not want to share something unless I've lived it out, though. We write because God does miracles in our lives, and we have this cure for cancer of the soul that we just cannot keep to ourselves, you know? Oh, yeah. I do do know. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) Once I recognized the emotions I was dealing with were shame, initially I tried to deny it or rationalize it, stuff it. The thing is, no amount of putting off of shame actually rids us of shame. It just keeps coming back in a cycle of shame. The only way I could get the shame off of me was through God and His Word. Through the revelation from the Holy Spirit, I saw my need to expose the shame and deal with it. Through the sacrifice of Christ, I realized all my shame was paid for. My Father in Heaven comforted me in His Word and His unconditional love when I felt unacceptable. Wow. It's it's so beautiful. I think so many of us can relate of, of those feelings of you know, feeling unacceptable. I can think of of areas in my life where I felt the hurt and sting from shame and I've sought to avoid it because no one wants to deal with it, right? (laughs) You know, I think mostly because we just don't see it as shame. Do you think that shame is a widespread problem? And if so, Denise, why do you think shame is so prolific in our culture? Yes, I definitely do. We live in a shame-charged culture for sure. People shame each other moment by moment. It might be guilt trips, manipulation, even simple feelings of being shy that lead to insecurity, the comparison trap, appearance, our belongings, relationships, and how social media has spread shame far and wide. The list could truly go on and on. You know, shame was born in the Garden of Eden. We left perfection and chose an insecure, shame-filled culture instead. Mm. Discontent with our lot, you know, we, comparison and the fear of man have robbed us of confidence and plagued us with shame in all of life. Shame is also used as a tool of power by people who seek to subject others, shaming them into submission. Mm, wow, it's so powerful, isn't it? Shame is just so powerful. So, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but for those who are listening, what do you think makes this book a relevant topic in today's culture? Well, the recent Me Too movement has empowered victims to rise from the ashes of the insidious shame from abuse, right, inflicted on them by others, where people before have felt silenced in their shame, like, oh, we can't talk about that, even in the church. Mm. And there's ways to talk about it, okay? But suddenly we are rising up and silencing shame, and the shamers instead. The days of the scorn and stigma for victims are numbered when we stand together against shame rather than let shame accuse us. Still, there's resistance to even want to talk about shame. It's embarrassing, and people want to project a perfect image, not one that is marred in any way. 
So in Shame Off You, I do discuss my own shame over sexual abuse that occurred in my family, but the overriding theme is shame in all of life and encountering it biblically to be set free. There are actually quite a few humorous stories I tell on myself, too, that I used to be too ashamed to tell. <laughs> so we get all the scoop in your book. It's embarrassing, people, but not, not anymore. <laughs> no shame. Shame off you. That's great. That's great. So when did you realize that shame was a problem in your life? Oh, wow. You know, if I had paid attention or knew better, I would have recognized its fingerprints much earlier on. When shame impacted my ability to function and clouded my ability to move forward in my life, it was hard to rise above. I felt trapped and stuck. The pain from not being accepted by others or from others, knowing my pain and what I'd been through was debilitating. You know, it's like you go in public, if you've ever done this, and probably people do this anyway, but, and you see someone you know and they're like, oh, they know me. They mm. know something that happened to me. Let me go duck in the other aisle. <laughs> right. <laughs> but seeing the impact of shame on those I loved, mm. my children, mm-hmm. made me realize that I needed to overcome shame in our lives. Mm. So your children felt the pain of your shame. Oh, yes. And, you know, shame is passed down in families. It's cultivated there. But they also had their own shame that they suffered from greatly, and I had to show them the way. Mm-hmm. So do you think that people are receptive to exposing shame, and why or why not? Because I think, you know, most people are just going to want to, you know, duck and cover, like hide under the rock of shame and not not come out. Exactly. It's fear of man, right? Like That's right. Oh, wait, i got to look better. This is my image. We all know about image with everything out there. I've got to project out there. But it takes humility to admit that we have shame because, you know what, y'all, we all do. There's things in our life that we've done, let's just admit it, things that we've done that were not perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hurts to admit that we're weak. But there's also things that were done to us that caused us shame. And we don't know how to deal with it sometimes. But when you walk through the shame, rather than around it or bury it, that's when you find the healing. And pride and pain avoidance prevent our shame recovery. Mm, I like what you said. You know, you walk through it. Yes. And it's like we got to un- take the veil off our eyes and just face it for what it is. It's, it's mm-hmm. powerful. So what do you think it is about shame that makes it so powerful, that makes us want to hide and makes us not want to deal with it? I think everybody wants to be known. I think everybody wants to be known and accepted. And shame accuses our souls and our worth. That's what happens a lot today. People see a flaw. They, oh, that's what you are. But Christ looks at us and says, this is what you are. You're a child of God. I've removed all your shame. Shame tries to define us at our lowest point and leaves us feeling powerless to affect our status. Shame gains further momentum with the massive exposure of our shame through social media. Mm-hmm. You know, people do the passive-aggressive stuff there or the blatant <laughs> stuff, you know. It is no longer just our circle of friends or family who can shame us. Our shame can extend far and wide. And people don't want that because yeah. we have a fear of man. But still, there is this secret to shame. We give it the power. Mm. We let it rule our hearts by letting it limit us. We feel that shame is a life sentence with no escape. In reality, the choice of shame's reach is completely up to us. Mm, I love that. I love that. 
So good. I, you know, in your book, which I was so blessed to be able to read, you discuss a biblical lens and process for exterminating shame. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. It was such a sweet moment. You know, I was at the She Speaks conference, and I had these elevator pitches I was preparing. So some of you writers out there will know what I'm talking about. You've got to summarize a book in like 30 seconds. <laughs> and I was just wrestling with God, and I was on my knees weeping before Him, and I cried out to Him for understanding of why shame was impacting my soul so profoundly. And He showed me Proverbs 11, verse 2. With pride comes shame, but with humility comes wisdom. Suddenly, God confirmed the message He wanted me to write, and the core biblical truth behind removing shame was revealed to me. Through truth, humility, and grace, we diffuse shame in our lives and conquer its pain. So through truth found only in God's word, we expose shame and its lie. We examine the shame in our lives truthfully, even when it hurts. We own the shame that fits and let go of what doesn't. But even when we own it, it doesn't define us. Mm. We repent and we say, oh, thank you, God, for showing me that I was doing Mm -hmm. this wrong. We're free. Through humility, we understand our shortcomings and receive the admonition we need to from God. We also know we are just as capable of committing shameful deeds as those who have harmed us. Right. Mm -hmm. And through grace, we let go of any condemnation and receive God's overwhelming grace to flood our souls with His compassion. We also forgive those who shamed us and move on. It's so powerful, Denise. So if you guys are listening, you need to go get Denise's book and it's available anywhere books are sold. Yes. Yeah, and it's, you know, honestly, I want you to know that um, authors are not rich people. (laughs) What do you mean? Are you trying to expose me? You're shaming me. (laughs) Shame, shame, shame. You know, really, this comes from a heart of desire, to help set people free, because mm. God has set me radically free. Amen. And if you would have known me 10 years ago, five years ago, I just was buried in shame, and I'm not anymore, and that is legitimate, and I want to help people. And so just know that um, this isn't a commercial so Denise can sell books. This mm-hmm. is Denise being faithful to the message God has given her. And unfortunately, publishers actually charge to publish books, and I'm grateful to have Abingdon Press because they are awesome, and they are stewarding the message for me. So mm-hmm. just want to say that because sometimes <laughs> people get a wrong impression. I know. I do know. <laughs> Trust me. I've been, I've been down this road. <laughs> she sold books out of her trunk, too. <laughs> but, you know, I honestly, the aha moment for me, I wept tears of joy writing many parts, every chapter of each you know, part of the book. To think that people could be set free from shame's cruel clutches is so liberating and encouraging. My walk through shame was worth it all if I could help someone else. But remembering and exposing the benchmark moments of shame I'd covered and hidden before my life was so healing. But seeing those moments of shame through a biblical approach was a place of worship. From Jesus dismissing shame off of the adulterous woman to God recognizing the shame of a slave woman in the desert, God is all about removing shame from his people. People have had a wrong perception of God condemning them. God convicts his people of shame in their lives to set them free, and it is finished. I love that. Wow, it's truly liberating. You know, I love that. Wow, it's truly liberating and life-changing. 
Well, we're going to wrap up with one final question for you, Denise. If you could tell your readers one thing to help them overcome shame, what would it be? The battle for shame is in the mind. Put off thoughts birthed in shame and put on redeeming thoughts found in God's word. Dare to face the shame rather than cover it. God will lift your shame off your face like a veil and clothe you with his righteousness. Beautiful counsel indeed. Wow. That's beautiful. I mean, just beautiful counsel. Mm -hmm. You know, this book has the potential to transform lives. And we know that God is the one who can change your life. And through this book, I believe that he can do that. Denise has just saturated her book with the truth from God's word. And you are going to be blessed if you do read it. Yes, and right now we have a book launch in the midst of the book Yay. launch. And um, the Lord just really put on my heart that, okay, you've set the buffet table with solutions for people in many different areas of shaming their lives. Why don't you equip them with a tool that helps them um, with different topics of shame? Mm-hmm. So I put together an ebook that is free if you do buy the book during this pre-buy period. And it's got 40 different topics of shame and three scriptures for every topic. One is dealing with the root of shame, the fruit of shame, and then the cure. I love that. And so if you need to, you know, that'd be a resource for you that you can, you know, hey, I'm struggling with how old I am. And I'm not, even though today's my birthday. (laughs) But if you're struggling with that, you can go look up age and it's in there. And what does God have to say? And let go of that shame, too. I love that. So if they purchase your book right now, then they'll mm-hmm. get that free resource. Is that, that right? That free download, and they'll also get a, a poster that I created. And uh, we don't, I think at this point, I don't know how many, but there's some free chapters ahead of time so you can start reading it. That's awesome. Yay! So it's time to get it. You need to not wait. Go ahead and go check it out on all the major book um, websites. Yes. So the raw truth today is that we all have shame in our lives, but God can reveal and restore us and remove all shame from us through his word. The radical grace is even when we are the cause of the guilt and shame, God still offers a way out. And the real hope is that no matter what shame we've gone through, God is gracious to reveal the underlying root of our shame to overcome it. And if you'll look down in the link, we will actually post a link so that you can easily find the book. Yes, and shame off you. That's right. No shame today. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.